and welcome to Grace Unscripted, where we share stories of the people in and around Grace Church without any script, just real, raw conversations about life change through Jesus. I'm your host, Audrey Wallace, and today's conversation is with Bob Ball, and he may have described himself as a man's man in his younger years, but he has become a God's man here in his retirement, and we're going to talk about what freedom sounds like. And we're going to journey from Deuteronomy all the way to 2 Peter. And our lesson is that nothing is ours yet. We have everything we need. Welcome, Bob Ball. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Um, so, well, last week we had Jason on the podcast mm. and he talked about you. Has it been a week ago already? Yes. That seems yeah, like forever. It was, it was forever ago. Yeah. For those listening, we just recorded Jason. He just left the room, but you don't need to know about that. Um, but he, on his podcast, said, Bob Ball, Bob Ball, that's fun to say. And, and I think he's mm. right, Bob Ball. Mm. But is is it Bob? Is it Robert? Is it's it, Bob. It's, yep. It's Bob on Bob. the birth certificate. Yep. Well, it's Robert on the birth certificate. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Got I it. I answered, hey, you get out of my way, stop it. Any of those things. Any of them. Bob. Okay. We'll take it. Yeah. Okay. Well, today we'll just stick with Bob. Mm. Um, but thanks so much for being here. I'm looking forward to hearing your story. Um, and I, I don't know it. Mm. So I did recently meet your wife, Jerry, mm. who I instantly love. My better half. Your better half. She's wonderful. <laughs> it's a great better half to have. Mm. Maybe better um, two thirds. <laughs> mm. And I'm curious, um, you know. How did you how did you get here to this point mm. to this chair? Where does Bob's life begin? Uh, I was uh, you know all growing up, I was successful. I was uh, everything that I laid my hand against I was able to do mm-hmm. and that was a a real um, thing that Satan used against me mm. was okay the idea I didn't actually need God, you okay. know, and <clears throat> I would have grown up in a house that was professed to be Christian, mm-hmm. but we had no relationship, you know, we had Bibles in the house, but, you know, there's no sense in opening those for right. any reason ever. Right. Um, uh, similar to you, I think I grew up uh, Methodist. Okay. My, my I, was, did. Yep. I was hearing a piece of my own story and yeah. what you were just sharing. Yeah. Interesting. It's yeah, so good have... to meet someone else with that <laughs> kind of history. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, history, <laughs> history right. we'll yeah. call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we actually have several things that sort of coincide with each other. But in any event, um, uh, so I did well in school and, mm-hmm. you know, I it didn't take me long to start a business and a second business. I had a construction business for years and I mm-hmm. had a a mower shop over in Green for years, and and you I are literally well. Bob the Builder. Literally, literally. I was Bob the Builder. Yes, Actually, when can. my daughter used to say, "Oh man, you are the most popular dad in town," I'm sure. Yeah, um, and you get to be, you know, 40, and you can't fall off one more thing because mm. you know you don't bounce anymore, you don't mm. recover, you don't. That makes sense. And so I sold out of that business and got into a mower shop that I had for 15 years mm-hmm. over in Green and. It did really well, and, you know, I didn't need for anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I met my wife in 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was having some health issues and uh, met my wife actually online dating. Um, mm-hmm. she'll, I'm sure she'll share that story at some point. <laughs> um, Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, and she is great. She she is my rock, mm. you know. Uh, the my mom had passed away my dad had passed away and uh 
I had, uh, Jerry and I had, were living together at the time, actually, and um, we're talking about marriage, and mm-hmm. uh, we end up getting married. You know, we had, I have a child of my own. She has three of her own. Okay. So blended families, all the stress mm-hmm. that goes with that, the mm-hmm. joy that goes with that, the mm-hmm. uh, challenge that goes mm-hmm. with that. Um and then uh, Chris Heyman, you know Chris. I do know yeah. Chris. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris's younger brother Jeff has been my best friend for forty years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And um, he, Chris invited Chris and Regina invited Jerry and I to come to church. Mm. And our kids were getting to the age where you know life was starting to be affecting them and mm-hmm. their decisions and mm-hmm. schools and. All the stuff that goes with that. Sure. And uh, Jerry started getting just uh, woken up in the middle of the night with, hey, we're doing this wrong. We should mm. have the kids in Christian community. We should mm. be, we should be, you know, not not us. Mm. Because there was, it's for the children. That's right. It's there's nothing th- wrong with us. They're, they're six. That's, Got it. That's right. absolutely right. Yeah. We're being sarcastic right now. Yeah, it's not at all how it works. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so Chris and Regina advised us to come to church, and we had tried three or four churches before I really understood the life cycle of a church. Mm. And they were all dead, dying, mm-hmm. you know, 85-year-old, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it was. They were just struggling mm-hmm. to keep the doors open. And um, there were a couple that uh, we liked, but they had some financial woes. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was just we just had not landed on a spot. Mm-hmm. And Chris invited us here, so we came up, and Jeff is, you know, is who he is. He's mm. on fire. He, mm-hmm. you know, and so we get done. I'm sorry. Can you share? Does Jerry come? Did she come to the relationship with a foundation of faith mm. or history? Anything there? Yeah, she she uh, will. I'm sure share her her stuff with you. Yeah. But she did have some history, um, and most of it was not great. It was not bad. Okay. It wasn't no hurt. Not that, but mm-hmm. it was just uh, uh, left her with a bad taste taste for organized religion okay. period and i had a similar my that's the way my dad would have viewed it and mm-hmm. i viewed it the same way it was mm-hmm. i didn't need and i didn't really even understand at that point that that god wanted a relationship with me mm-hmm. he was that thing over there mm-hmm. and i was over here and things were going yeah. great for me so yeah. you know that's what religion is right yeah i was yeah. good yeah and i was a good person you know mm-hmm. so that was a classic thing. yeah and um so uh in any event um we came here and we left. We were going up after Christmas service. We were going out in the parking lot, and mm. Jerry's like, well, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, that guy's a powerful speaker, I mean, mm-hmm. he, and he is a great guy. And uh, I said, uh, I said, I wanted to try this church and this church. And she's well, you can try anyone you want, but if you want to see me, I'll be here on Sunday. Okay. Get it, Jerry. <laughs> I'm like, well. Come on. <laughs> I'm like, uh, hey, before we marry that, mm-hmm. we drive by the Norton campus and the Barberton campus yeah. to get here, and really kind of the Medina campus. Can we try one of those? Mm-hmm. You can if you want. I'm like, mm. okay. And we have been, we haven't missed a weekend since then, I don't think. Wow. You know, How long uh, ago was that? 2015. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, Dr. Fisher and I had some um, close calls to have relationship, just never bumped into each other. We knew some of the same people uh-huh. and ran in some of the same crowds, but we just never quite. And he did my baptism class here, actually. Mm. I was baptized in 2016. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he is a great guy. Mm. I love him to death. And Dr. Fisher, for Dr. those who don't know, is? Uh, he used to be the baptism. Yeah. He did He did the uh, 
all, all of the Grace the College stuff that yeah. you, the know it in. Yeah. And uh, he he knows it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is a, the man is mm-hmm. is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I still actually call him periodically mm-hmm. just to chat with him. Mm-hmm. He's uh, been such a fixture in my life. But mm-hmm. um, uh, I got baptized in 2016, mm-hmm. and I think Jerry got baptized the following year in 2017. Mm-hmm. I actually got baptized over at Montrose. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I got here. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So how there was there a moment? Was there mm. a God called me and I said mm. yes? Was there a a thing, or was it just kind of a slow acceptance? So I have a identic memory, and it serves me really well most of the time. But uh, it also is a little bit of a curse because I can wrestle through things on without end. Mm. And, um, you know, God knowing me the way he does, Mm. uh, led, uh, in 2017, led a guy in the door of my mower shop. Okay. Nice guy, lots of conversation, Marine, had some things happen in his life, Mm. you know, we became fast friends Mm. and, uh, He, I was on fire for Jesus mm. at the time, and he's like, hey, I really like you, but there's no God, and okay. I don't want it to be a thing between us. Okay. And I'm like, well, it's not. Mm. You know, you, you're allowed to believe it you want. I, you know, would disagree with you, but mm-hmm. so lots of wrestling back and forth with him, and he'd had some emotional problem in his life, some things that mm-hmm. he'd seen and done. And mm-hmm. um, I like to say God burned his house down. Uh, God literally burnt his house down. And as odd as that seems, uh, Jerry and I had an extra house okay. that we weren't using and that needed some work, and I actually couldn't get rid of it, and mm-hmm. he didn't have a house to live in. And I'm like, hey, it's a big opportunity. Yeah, You can move in this house and stay there. And they stayed there for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, his wife was... Uh, I don't know what to say about it, not put out, but was very um, held at a distance. Why would you do that? Oh. You know, what's this about? Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> you sure. Know. Yeah. Sure. World and, perspective. Yeah. And um, I said, I didn't want anything. I did it because Jesus told me to. Mm. That's it. Mm-hmm. And the uh, he, they moved out of the house about a year later. Mm. And this is actually, it sounds like a story about him. Mm-hmm. But this is actually how God works in my life. Come on. His, yeah, Bring his, it. Uh, a year later, I baptized him. Mm. He came into your house for real. For real. Into the Father's house. Yeah. yeah. And it was <clears throat> honestly one of the you know, best experiences of my life. Mm. But there is no way that I would have uh, foreseen myself in that spot. I would have seen myself following God, seen myself reading the Bible or discipling somebody else, or, you know, th- those things would have been completely outside the scope of, of anything that I would have wanted to do mm-hmm. or tried to pursue. And it is, it was such a moving experience that uh, I have been on fire from, from before then, but that ignited a thing in me that I've never been able to put out. Mm. Well, you're reminding me mm. of a scripture, 
and I, mm. and I don't remember all of it, so I'm just going to read it here, and we'll see where it goes. But mm. this is in Deuteronomy. Let's mm. throw it way back, back to Deuteronomy. <laughs> um, this is this is in Deuteronomy six. We've just heard, um, love the Lord your God mm. with all your heart, with mm. all your soul, with all your strength. Mm. Impress it upon your children when you walk around the streets, when you sit at home, when you lie mm. down, when you stand up. Okay, so this is what um, what mm. Moses is going to say right before they enter the promised land. When the Lord your God brings you into the land mm. that he swore to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to give to you, a land with large flourishing cities you did not build, mm. houses filled mm. with all kinds of good things you did not provide, mm. wells you did not dig, mm and vineyards and olive groves you did not plant. Then, when you eat and are satisfied, be careful and do not forget the Lord mm. who brought you out of Egypt and out of the land of slavery. Indeed. That actually reminds me of a whole nother spurs and a whole nother thought process in my head is that it was after that time that I came to realize none of it's mine. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was successful and I had stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, all the trappings of, of life, you know, mm -hmm. and... I was satisfied. I wasn't like, oh, I, I need a bigger boat or I have to have a better. It was none of that stuff. It was I had everything I wanted at my fingertips. And it was very disturbing to me when I came to the realization that none of it's mine. Mm. That, that the <clears throat> only thing I have is what God gave me, mm -hmm. and that is my free will. Mm. And the only thing he asks of me is I give back. Mm -hmm. And... It was that sudden realization that none of this is mine and that has that spurred a whole nother series of events in that same house mm. that for 10 years we could not part with mm. because one person after another needed it. Needed a place to Literally live. Literally for 10 years. Mm. And uh, I, Jerry and I used to joke about it regularly, called it Redemption House. Yeah. But she's like, you know... What well, do you think we can sell it this year? I'm like, I, I don't know. <sighs> and then somebody else would stumble into our life and, hey, my we life blew up and I, I don't know what to do and I don't know where to go. And I, sure, you know, mm -hmm. and for 10 years that went on. Mm. We did finally sell the house mm. a few years ago, mm -hmm. um, but uh, it was it was a real blessing on every possible level. I can only imagine the amount, like the Holy Spirit residing mm. in its walls that oh. will be there forever, like mm -hmm. that house. Indeed. Whew. The whole pile of people have come to know Christ because of that house. Mm. Well, mm. and because of your obedience mm. with it and with your story and with your shop yeah. and with your friendship yeah. and the, the freedom, the openness that you give. And that mm. it sounds like in that conversation, you, you you be you, man. You're not in the sense of the negative right. sense of it, but like I receive you, I see you. Right. Come on in. Right. The water's warm. Let's hang out. Yeah. And that's acceptance and yeah. but also truth. That's some it. of those conversations with him and I were where you know you're a sinner just like I'm a sure. sinner. It's uh, is my sin better than yours? Is it different than yours? Mm -hmm. It might be different, but we're still sinners. And, and mm -hmm. my recognition of my sin doesn't mean you have to accept mm -hmm. what I have to say about it. You actually need to wrestle through that. That's true. Because I can't make you. Mm -hmm. You know, he was a huge guy anyway, so there was actually no making it. <laughs> Literally, I'm just saying, yeah. no wrestling would have gone well for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's it. So. We'll leave that to the angels. Indeed. Well, that's yeah. pretty amazing. So it sounds like you had accepted Christ. However, there was more depth of knowledge and love and understanding oh. 
that came yeah. beyond even just that moment. Of, it did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm a big fan of the Bible Project. I listened to tons uh, and tons of their yes. stuff. And um, Tim Mackey said, I'm, I am the guy that I have to prove you wrong. That's really how I operate. Okay. And uh, Tim Mackey says, well, it's one unified story. It leads to Jesus. And I'm like, have you read the Old Testament? Mm-hmm. I mean, murder, mayhem, mm-hmm. and disaster. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? One story leads to Jesus. And after... I've read the Bible now three times, and uh, after wrestling through it and the themes in it and the imagery in it, and the, I have absolutely come to the realization mm-hmm. that it is one story that leads to Jesus. Mm. It is, you know, beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is, you know, and I see myself in all the failure, Yes, you know, and then see myself as being redeemed on page after page after page. Mm-hmm. So it's... Uh, that's been been a good four or five year journey mm. of wrestling through uh, deeply through. I actually have come to love the Old Testament, I love yes. Genesis and Exodus, and yes. love that. Yeah, so. well, and um, you're right in that if we're honest and mm. humble mm. and put down that facade mm. of performance and perfection mm. that the world we might want to put forth for the world, if yeah. we kind of what we. Jeff, you wrote the title, but living naked, right? right. <laughs> Not my words, it is. But if we just strip down and stand before God and admit, mm. are we all that different from David? Yeah. Are we all that different oh. from Jonah? Yeah. Anybody who yeah. is going one way and then is redeemed. And that's yeah. the part to lean into is David, a man after God's own heart, but you read the rest mm. of the chapter and it doesn't seem that way. Right. And that's our lives, which gives us so much hope. That we can also be called a man of God, a woman of God, um, after His heart. Indeed, yeah. Because of our faith. And and you've touched on it again that it is that performance, that you know, pride, that you know, mm-hmm. I, I was, I was full of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just full of it. I again played in bands and you know. Airplanes and motorcycles, and I, I've done I've done everything, you know, mm. and and I've always been successful at it, mm-hmm. and just so full of myself that that bring yourself and be humble for just a moment that it really landed with me. Be still and know that I'm God, mm. you know. It is it is the be still part, mm-hmm. you know. And when you actually are still, He mm-hmm. will He will in every possible way tell you what He has to, has to say, mm. but you do have to actually listen. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I'm hard listening. Yeah. That's a verse to study a little mm. bit there, that chapter, yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's actually like, shh. Right. Shh. I am God. It's just like this, like, did you dig this well? Did you build this right. house? That's right. Or in Job, like, who put the... Were you here when yeah. I put the stars in the sky? That's right. I with love. Where were you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I love that part of God. Yeah. Come on, I'll take that. Yeah. You know, now in in this age of of my life, right? right I might yeah. not have received it real well previously. And it sounds like you had everything mm. that the world would want. Oh, I will tell you, that I think Satan mm-hmm. absolutely used my pride as mm-hmm. he would with anybody. But you know, my successes and my mm-hmm. things were easy. You know, there was no need for God in my life. And mm. the idea that I would have a relationship with God, that is just mm-hmm. nonsense. I don't even know what you're talking about. He's been dead for 2,000 years. Sounds pretty needy to me. Yeah. That and, sounds like a weakness. And when you realize your weakness mm. out of that, you're like, 
none of this is mine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely none of it is mine. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even a good steward of it. I'm a terrible (laughs) steward of it. Mm -hmm. And that's not me beating myself up. That is Mm -hmm. just saying I know my heart. I know Mm -hmm. what's in my heart. And his willingness to wait for me Mm -hmm. and lead me where he'd have me go is Mm -hmm. to to the moment Mm -hmm. where the the guy says, there's no God, and I baptize him. Mm. There isn't a... There's, I, there's no, nothing I could have done to orchestrate that. Mm-hmm. There's no way that I could have made that happen. I know mm-hmm. who made that happen. And the real beauty is he chose me to participate. Thank God for oh. letting you be part of the story, right? Oh. Not like, go, thank God for I'm the Amen. main character. It's, wow, thank right. you for using me. Please do it again. Again and again. That's it. <laughs> as yeah. many times as needed. And yeah. as oddly as that, as that sounds, it's actually happened a couple times. Mm. Almost similar stories mm-hmm. where guys have... You know, I I've wrestled with them through whatever mm-hmm. they've been they've been dealing with, and he has used me in ways. You hear guys say it all the time. Well, it wasn't me that said that. It wasn't mm-hmm. me that said that. Mm-hmm. I was just obedient and was here. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you kind of don't want to be seen. Like you mm-hmm. do, but you don't. Like you want to be right. seen so that if anyone else was hungry for That's that, exactly I am right. here and yeah. and willing and able, but I also don't want to be seen for right. any amount of credit. That Jesus-shaped mask, right? Like see Jesus, Amen. not me, but yeah. if you need me, I'm here, but really it's Jesus. Yeah. It's a discussion Jeff and I had actually about the high that comes with that, yeah. that, that unbelievable feeling, mm. you know. How do you... That happened to me once. Mm. How many times has happened to you? I mean, mm-hmm. you were in this church. There's 6,000 mm-hmm. people that go here. Right? You see this weekly. How do you mm-hmm. keep that in check? Mm. And it is that it is I want to be visible mm-hmm. so that I can reach that guy. But it isn't my story. Mm-hmm. It is his story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Putting things into the right priority mm. and then just constantly giving it to God yeah. and and just saying like I'm still willing I'm still here please yeah. you know I'll yeah. see him do it again yeah. you know yeah he'll make a way yeah that's amazing okay so I feel like we've been all over the place mm. here but um where now that you Jerry receiving the you know mm-hmm. the love of God giving it away mm-hmm. learning to know it even more and more living it out um, how do you do that together? What does that look like for your lives? Yeah. Um, you have met my wife at the, at the women's retreat, and mm-hmm. she is on fire for mm-hmm. Jesus at every turn. She mm-hmm. is um, hungry mm-hmm. to pour into other people, mm-hmm. and um, that is a ton of motivation for me all, all on its own mm-hmm. um, because of the life that I used to live. Mm. I know tons of people who don't know Jesus. Mm. And it has been uh, an effort of mine to continue to try to include them in, drag them into things against their will. <laughs> I often say, who made you come here? You know, my wife did. You know, mm-hmm. I, I try to drag them into the stuff that I'm participating in. Mm-hmm. I, I know uh, you and Jason had talked a little bit about first mm-hmm. glance. Um, that is something that's very dear to me. Mm-hmm. Uh and <clears throat> without getting into rehashing every detail, I'm sure that you and he went over mm. um, as as we were mm. uh, 
were, we were in a Bible study and we were, we were mm -hmm. trying to find a place that we could serve together. I think we were just finishing up on James. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the obvious, get out and you know, do, yeah. get out and do. <laughs> Love and, does. And uh, he says, well, I think we need to find some place that we can serve. And my phone literally goes ding. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, huh. hey, there's a thing over at first glance. And he's like, no, I don't think that's it. And I'm like, no, no, I, I feel like that's it. He's like, no, huh, I don't think that's it. And I'm like, no, so seriously, I yeah. think that's it. You know, and we we went and we got plugged in there a little bit. I did a couple of really small jobs. And uh, Casey, I met uh, Noelle, I know you and her mm -hmm. are friends. And uh, uh, Casey and I uh, got mm -hmm. some relationship built. And uh, uh, he has given me just a tremendous amount of trust mm -hmm. uh, in the stuff that, that he lets me tear apart in his building without mm -hmm. even looking over my shoulder. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what we found was that... Uh, there was a core group of guys that wanted to go and do this stuff. Mm -hmm. And I know all these guys from when I was in construction mm -hmm. who don't know Jesus. And they were an easy, hey, I need a help, a, what, whatever it is. Yep. yep. And they were good guys. They're mm -hmm. all great guys. So, hey, I need an HVAC guy. I need mm -hmm. a plumber. I need a, I need whatever it is. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, Bob, I'll help you. Yeah. And they got plugged in over there. And uh, what we found was that the, uh, that we had such a diverse group of younger guys who wanted to know the things that the older guys were doing, mm -hmm. guys that were very skilled at the thing that they were doing so they don't have to be watched or, mm -hmm. and they can also manage a couple people at mm -hmm. a time to make sure that they don't get off in the weeds of whatever it is. And it just built this, this relationship inside that core group of guys. And, um, Casey's work's getting done like, you know, like <laughs> never no before. So he's tickled, yeah. you know. Um, but it, it has been an absolute blessing because uh, one of the other guys that came from that is now attending Grace. Wow. And, um, you know, my hope is that it, he comes to love Jesus like I do. And brings a friend. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Because there's a whole pile of us in that that knew each other from the trades. And, you know, we all, you know, they were good guys. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see them. I want to see them come to know what I know about the Lord. Mm -hmm. And uh, some have seen the change in me, and, uh, you know, there's a real change in me in, mm -hmm. in every possible level. Um, just the way I view people. Mm -hmm. You know, at, when I had the mower shop, we had about 18,000 people a year come in the mower shop. Wow. And everybody, it used to blow my mind. Jeff wouldn't tell anybody no. And he'd be out there, hey, you got a minute? And, mm -hmm. and I, I said, what? There's no chance. I know the answer is no. There's no chance you have a minute for everybody here. Yeah, it's a lot of I, minutes. <laughs> it is, and I'm like, I I get that a hundred times a week. Do you have mm -hmm. a minute? And I don't have a mm -hmm. minute. I just don't. And he, he said, you're valuing people differently than I do. Mm -hmm. You're you're trying to make an income. They're trying. I'm trying to Shepherd fish for their people souls. That's it. The eternity. That's it. Yeah. And and I have. There's been such a perspective shift mm -hmm. that now that people that that truly wrong me. Mm. I cannot not see them as helpless and harassed. Mm -hmm. It is, it is, I cannot see it a different way. Mm -hmm. And before it was like, I am willing to choke the life out of you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just, you're going to have to stop bothering me. Mm -hmm. And now I, I, it breaks my heart just the, the way I, I used to interact with them to the way I see them today. Mm -hmm. And it is a motivation for me to constantly. So when I get involved at first glance mm -hmm. and these other guys, I feel compelled Mm. not to do, but to orchestrate them mm -hmm. doing. And it has been an absolute blessing beyond mm. words. The stuff that they've done, mm -hmm. the stuff that's helped first glance, and the way that it's actually affected them individually. Just like you're seeing with 
with Christ-like eyes oh. and beyond the flesh, beyond the bone, Indeed. and into their soul and mm. what that needs, and that there's it's an eternal perspective of yeah. this is more than this moment, this is more than my yeah. prophet, this is more than my the 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 time ticking yeah. time which right. rules the world, right? Yeah, no, God's doesn't time rule, doesn't rule his. God's time yeah. is completely different, which yeah. is sounds like is what like that gift that Jeff gave to you that Indeed. day of. What if we looked at things a little bit differently? Yeah. yeah. And it is that, um, you know, the valuing people differently. Mm. It is the valuing time differently. So mm-hmm. I'm retired now. Mm. And uh, that has afforded me to do whatever I want to do. Mm. And that would have the old Bob been yep. temptation to fill in the blank, whatever right. it is. And instead, what I've, gotten a- what I've been able to do is invest in literally hundreds of men mm. in a way that I would have never dreamt of doing mm. or been able to do. Mm-hmm. It is just mind-boggling the amount of relationships that I've got to invest in in ways that I would have never done before. Mm-hmm. And um, I told Jeff when I came here, uh, he had some had some good advice for me actually when, when I came here, but um, I said and I meant I hate people. Mm. I, I, I hate people. And he's like, well, you can't hate people and love Jesus. And <laughs> yeah, like, those yeah we'll talk about that do. later. I yeah. hate people. And mm. I have my my shift is so opposite direction of that now. It is absolute upside down kingdom, you mm. know. And the, it's answered a prayer because I literally prayed for months for God to let me see them the way He saw, them. Mm. not the way I saw, mm-hmm. because I know my heart, you know. Mm-hmm. I, and it was a real eye opener. Also, at the same time as I recognized, well, how did I get here? Well, I did that. Mm-hmm. Not some of it. I did all of that. All mm-hmm. of that's me. I can keep doing that, mm-hmm. and this is where I end up. Sure. Or I can do what he asked me to do, and that's where I end up. Mm-hmm. And it has been abandoned. I've mm-hmm. just, God, you tell me where I'm, where I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm right behind you. And that's the only thing that will last. You can build Indeed. as many things as you want, whether right. it's shrines to yourself or actual buildings mm-hmm. or you know buying the motorcycle, any of those things you can do, yeah. and those will all pass away. But if you change one Indeed. life for eternity, yeah. you will make a difference for an eternity, Yeah, and that's so much better. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's been good stuff. Wow. Okay. So retired. Is this new? Have you been retired for some time? Uh 2017. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you've been years. you've been living that. that uh, life the only thing I do at all is mow for the church. It's the only thing I I mow here in Montrose and the office. Uh, she got a lot of good podcast airtime. You know, I you got some get, good headphones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's actually how I end up on the mixed messages podcast. So often is I see Jeff and Joe regularly, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. I um, Jeff's love language is you know. Sarcasm, <laughs> so's Joe's, and uh, I live by that. Yeah, and so I've I've been able to prod him a million times while mm-hmm. I'm not mowing when he's going to do whatever the, mm-hmm. the next message is, mm-hmm. and it has turned into I've been called out. <laughs> I, I couldn't even tell you how many times, a hundred times on on mixed message podcast. He was laughing and said I was the only one listening to it, but you know. <laughs> We yeah. need to get more people mowing the lawn here. Grace. That's it. You got yeah. a little like Forrest Gump life going on. I'm going to be honest on. with you, I could use the help. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> this is a call for that's, more people in the mowing ministry. That's right. Uh, yeah. So thank you. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, you know, if there's if there's something you could give um, mm. verbally to the men of mm. our church, the men listening, even I might I might think like as a wife, 
um, you know, who might be listening, like what would you, what kind of a message would you want to give to the men of our mm-hmm. church from your perspective and your experience? You know, the, there's a stigma that goes with uh, Christian men that they're, you know, soft or they're, you know, and God calls us to be humble. Mm-hmm. And that is paramount because if it's the me show, you know, mm-hmm. that I, I can tell you where that ends, <laughs> you know. Um, but it's, if it, there is nothing wrong with being a man's man, and mm-hmm. there is nothing wrong with standing up and saying, this is right and this is wrong, mm-hmm. and leading people. I think that that Christian men have gotten a little too soft on some things where mm-hmm. they're not willing to say, hey, this 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 is the thing we're doing. It, it, I think statistics bear it out. They're, you know, the majority women are usually who bring men to the church. That's that true. is way yeah. wrong. Yeah. I'm on every level. I should be leading my family. Yes. I'm not the ruler of my family. Mm. I should be leading my wife like Christ leads church. Mm. If if my heart isn't for the two of us being one, when she has a need, I literally have a need. It mm. isn't her need that I'm satisfying. It is mm. I have a need. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing that one of the things that some Christian men are missing is that idea that it is okay to be a man's man and mm-hmm. be, I'm not talking about toxic max- masculinity, mm-hmm. I'm talking about just being, let your yes be a yes and your no be a no, and mm-hmm. this is the thing we're going to do, and then go do it. And and then I would say, you know, this is a, a, a sickness I see in society is, I live for the weekend, I live for the golf, I live mm-hmm. for the, I, I don't even care what the thing is. Especially yeah. as a retired, successful oh. man in our culture. And and they it is... They don't recognize what they're doing is trying to fill themselves Oof. and make God in their image. Mm-hmm. It is not. That's not how it is. Mm-hmm. You know the the idea that I reflect God. You know I am an image of of God. Mm-hmm. I reflect Him to those around me. And if I'm not willing to do that, I, you know I think that is the moment where Jesus mm. says, "I never knew you." Mm. And if if men are afraid to stand up and say to their friends, well, I love Jesus. Yeah. You know, you know, you are denying him. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to start a revolution. That's not mm. where I'm at. But it is, there is nothing wrong with being the man's man and saying, I love Jesus and, you know, I'll follow him wherever he goes. Mm. And, you know, love my wife dearly, you mm-hmm. know, but I'm following Jesus. That mm-hmm. was, I, I can't even begin to tell you what a, uh, Jeff says, well, you know, put Jesus at the center of your life and then your wife should be second. And mm-hmm. I'm like, whoa, whoa, yeah. what, what are you talking about? That's yep. my wife. It's, that is completely countercultural. It is. Children first, oh, by the way, in this culture. Right. And then, okay, my wife, and right. then, yeah, yeah, we'll see what else And then else if falls. I have time, we'll talk yeah. about Jesus. And my job's probably pretty strong contender for the top as well. That's it. And Jesus removed all those barriers from me Absolutely. in every possible way. Mm-hmm. You know, he put, I put him first. And what I find is that, that it's that model everybody sees, but... Jerry and I become closer and closer together because we're both pursuing the same mm-hmm. thing. It is it is the relationship. You asked earlier, mm-hmm. how do we do that together? Mm-hmm. It is that. We're mm-hmm. both trying to serve Jesus mm-hmm. wherever he calls us. Mm-hmm. And that is sometimes not in the same place, and sometimes it is in the same place. Mm-hmm. So um, wherever he's going, that's where I'm headed. And maybe to some it would seem, and I've heard this said, like, oh, it's so restrictive, and there's... Mm. You just said you love the Old Testament, oh. full of law. Now we are free from that through Jesus. Indeed. But it can seem like a book of 
of restrictions and regulations right. and taking away our freedoms. Yeah. However, right. what I just heard from you mm. is the chains break free oh. when you submit to that that God power and yeah. not self and not earth and not possession and not performance and um, we don't have enough time to wrestle through how i actually feel about everything you just said <laughs> but you're spot on it is the freedom mm-hmm. of we, we i had i had free will and i could do as i please let me show you how that turned out yeah. for me i live under god's rule and mm-hmm. he has rules mm-hmm. and i need to i need to understand his word i need to lead my family i need to well, that sounds like a whole pile of work for me sure. and i have been never more free in my life mm-hmm. than i am today and what Maybe explain what that free looks like or sounds like for you. I don't know mm. if if you can even put it into words because it's not I don't know, can you put that into words what that freedom is? I don't know if I can or not. Mm-hmm. I can tell you the symptoms of it mm. is at a moment's notice I can go to meet with some men mm-hmm. who are struggling with something mm-hmm. and build relationship with them and spend time with them as much as it takes mm. because I'm not paying the Bill, Jesus says, mm. and it 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 doesn't matter what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I can do that thing because I I absolutely know that He has everything else covered. You know, a thing that would have mortified 2015, Bob, mm-hmm. is you know you, you worked your whole life for all this stuff. Look what you got. Yeah, give it to who? Okay, uh, okay, Nebuchadnezzar, yeah. look at this kingdom that I have created. Absolutely, right. And in the poison of that. Is it's not none of it is yours. Yeah. I mean, absolutely none of it's yours. And he and I I actually just heard an interview with a with another guy who had a near death experience and was was telling himself, you know, just keep breathing, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Just keep breathing, just keep breathing, it'll be okay. You can just take the next breath. And he heard God say, Who said? Mm. And that's the truth. Mm. The the idea that that this is my kingdom, I've built this, mm-hmm. I, 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 me, 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 and I don't need, I mm. have this, is, uh, it is beyond troubling. Mm. And when you release all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, God gave it all to me to start with, and I'm telling you all of it. There's nothing I did by the sweat of my brow that he didn't mm-hmm. provide for me. Is he which which of you would give your child a snake mm-hmm. when they when they're hungry? Mm-hmm. Which of you would not give mm-hmm. him an egg? You know that's the truth. Mm-hmm. He knows what I need. Mm-hmm. And he knows it before I even need mm-hmm. it. And and oftentimes we're we're arguing, he and I are mm-hmm. arguing about. Well, I don't think that's really the thing I need, do I? And mm-hmm. As it turns out, he generally he knows better than wins. I do. Yeah. yeah, he always wins. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's it. So yeah. Well, if there's gonna be one person we're gonna lose to. That's mm. who I'd choose. Yeah, that's right. right? Yeah, that's right. It's okay right. to win still, Bob. It's okay to win in this life. It is. Yeah, it's okay w- to be good w- at things and to do things with excellence. Yeah. The win, I'm telling you, the wins that I have, uh, they're a multitude. Mm-hmm. The wins I have are those those men that I get to invest in. Mm-hmm. I, I could, I'm, I won't, I could share a hundred stories mm. about how I've got to affect change in mm-hmm. other people's lives, not because I made them, mm-hmm. because I lived this example and was willing to walk alongside you. I don't care what mm-hmm. you need. Let's just go do that. Mm-hmm. So what I hear is freedom sounds like just the word yes. Oh, it is yes. To the right things, the predetermined yeah. yes to what God whispers, yeah. yells, drags, calls, knocks, texts, yeah. yeah, all of those things. You know, uh, Tony Vetrano, 
I'm I sure do. You know that. I do. He, it's a thing that I picked up from him years ago was, hey, Tony, I need a, yep. Uh, Don't you want me to finish the sentence? Nope. I uh, don't care what it is. Because the truth is, the answer is yes, I'll go help you. Yeah. And it is him and uh, Mark Radel and mm. uh, Tracy. They, they, All those guys have invested in me very, very heavily. Mm-hmm. They, they are the reason that I'm where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. But every one of them have a predetermined yes. Mm-hmm. You know, that they're, I don't think they know the word no. There are people before them who taught them that oh, too. absolutely. So I just think... Thank you for the work that you're doing for the next, right? Mm. For the bring a friend, okay? Yeah. So you're reaching up towards Jesus and you're reaching down toward a brother who you may not even know their name or their need. That's it. You just know that they're loved by God. Yeah. And therefore, you can help them too. Yeah. (sighs) He's done some powerful things in my life. I can feel that. Mm. Well, thanks for sharing. I'm sure just a piece of them with us Mm. and... um, for giving us a glimpse into that with full honesty and, Mm. you know, for living naked in front of us here Mm. a little bit so that we can better, um, I don't know, I just think that there's something powerful of seeing that story and seeing, um, man, I could do that too. And I respect a guy like Bob Mm. and and I want to be more like him, thinking people in that might be listening to this Mm. would feel that way. You know, the, the mountain of it that I would have made out of the molehill you know it is it is that god equips me for everything that he asked me to do Mm -hmm. he's equipped me in ways that i absolutely couldn't tell you Mm -hmm. i mean just totally equipped me to do some things that at the time i would have found puzzling Mm -hmm. as to how what how is this skill ever going to be useful to me Mm -hmm. but has still equipped me to do some things and um that uh that constant uh, yes to whatever the next mm-hmm. thing is. And the 2015, Bob, would mm-hmm. have been like, well, gosh, I mean, I couldn't possibly do all these. How could I pay the house payment and, and keep let somebody live the house for free? Mm-hmm. I mean, how could I? There's no way I could do these things. And it is beyond, so far beyond that he equipped me to do the thing. It's he's willing to do all the work. He just wants to do it with me. It is the relation that he wants from, with me to do the thing that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. I, I used to read Genesis and think the garden was about the garden. People are the garden. Mm-hmm. And they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he just wants to to walk with them and in talk the cool with of the them. day. Yes. It, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and what do I want from you? I just want you to go with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Luckily I do. Yeah. Just come with me. And I didn't. But now I do. And now I do. And I can change and you can mm. change. And that, that idea that I was blind and I and now I can see, mm-hmm. I cannot even begin to tell you uh, how, how that rings in my ear differently every time I hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, the 2015 Bob mm-hmm. who, well, I can see, well, I'm successful. What mm-hmm. couldn't I possibly see? Mm-hmm. And I look back now and I'm like, oh. I could see none of it. No, none of that means anything. Mm-hmm. The thing that means something is exactly what you said earlier, is that one soul. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter who the person is. It'll be more rejoicing in heaven mm-hmm. for the one that is lost or that is now found mm-hmm. than, you know, f- than for everything else in the world. And mm-hmm. that is the value of the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm mm-hmm. always supposed to be doing it. Yeah. I just didn't see it at the time and now mm-hmm. I can see it. And God will give us everything we need. Even mm. in Genesis, when they're to build 
the temple. I will give you the measurements. And right. I created the people 30 years ago That's who right. were going to design it and execute it. I'm yeah. giving you the vision and everything you need to do it. And then I'm just going to close with this. We have, and this is something we've been mm. learning in our, our sermons recently here. Um, so this is in Second Peter, mm. and it's about mm. your calling. His divine power, this is Second Peter 1, his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us very great and precious promises so that through them, you may participate in that design, divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by those evil desires. Oh, that is my life. Mm, universe. That is my life. <laughs> And yeah. thank God for that. Oh, indeed. Mm. Yeah. Bob, thanks for being here. Thank really you. appreciate your story. Yeah. And I just want to ask if there's men out there that are hearing this, would you be willing to mm. have them reach out Absolutely to you? <laughs> Clearly, you don't want to yeah. make any new friends. <laughs> yeah, anyone can can reach out to me anytime. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll put your contact information out there, and I think there might be some people that are going to be impacted yeah. by this story. Yeah. There's a, there's a place for every one of us mm. in the plan. You know, the, the one that doesn't think they fit, the one that is, I don't, I'm not equipped, I don't know how, I don't, just st stop the excuse making. It doesn't, mm -hmm. none of it, I used to say when I was young, no one wants to hear the excuse. No one wants to hear the excuse. Mm -hmm. Just do the next thing, whatever mm -hmm. the next thing is, just do it. He puts it right in front of you. Mm -hmm. And we always know. Mm -hmm. We always know the truth when we see it no one has to argue through that you know when he puts it in front of you mm -hmm. just do the next thing well and if that thing is reaching out to bob and you're feeling mm. that right now mm. take that next step indeed say yes mm. freedom will come <laughs>